I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerged from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, we travel to Venice and discover the story of Leonardo da Vinci's lesser-known exploits in botany and the unlikely story of the humble tree that built Venice. In his will, da Vinci left all his notebooks to his faithful pupil Francesco Melzi, who had accompanied him on his travels and was present at his deathbed. Melzi transferred his precious inheritance to his villa near Milan. After Francesco's death in 1570, his son and heir Orazio failed to see the significance of Leonardo's notebooks and simply dumped them in the attic. Thus, it was easy for Lelo Gavardi, the tutor in the Melzi household, to get his hands on 13 Leonardo notebooks. Gavardi went off to Florence, hoping to sell it for a high price to Duke Francesco de Medicis. However, one of the duke's counselors advised his master, "These are not things for your excellency to bother with," and the sale did not go through. Over the next few centuries, the notebooks changed hands multiple times. They were traded, their pages were removed, and the work order was carelessly jumbled. Finally, they made it to the Royal Library of Turin in Italy, where they can be found today. In 1964, almost a hundred years later, after the notebooks reached the Royal Library, an eminent French Leonardo scholar, Andre Corbiou, expressed his conviction. The two additional manuscripts were in fact in the National Library of Spain in Madrid. He hypothesized that their failure to come to light was possibly due to an error in the printed catalog. At this point, the library's directors decided to make another attempt to locate the two notebooks. The search was a surprising success. At the shelf marks AA 119 and 120, two previously lost notebooks were discovered. The first was a vast work concerning technological principles the second an intellectual diary spanning 14 years in 1974 the lost notebooks were published as the madrid codices we all know of leonardo for his artistic and scientific genius as an inventor but there is a lesser known story about him one which takes us to present day marseille in france Christopher Eloy is a professor of fluid mechanics at Centrale Marseille. As a physicist, he's interested in understanding how air flows around objects, like aeroplane wings. He chanced upon one of Da Vinci's notebooks and found himself surprisingly intrigued with trees. Yes, Da Vinci had ideas around botany too. Da Vinci observed that all the branches of a tree at every stage of its height when put together are equal in thickness to the trunk simply put any two branches of the tree will have the same surface area as its parent branch and this should hold true from tip to trunk christopher eloy decided to test da vinci's 500 year old hypothesis in 2018 he published the scientific proof in a paper titled leonardo's rule self similarity 
and wind induced stresses in trees. From an engineering point of view, if you wanted to design a tree that was best able to withstand high winds, it would branch according to Leonardo's rule. Da Vinci's interest in tree anatomy is unusual for his time period. Trees and other scenery were often not featured in art throughout the 1400s and early 1500s. And thus, his work had a surprisingly deep influence on Renaissance art. In the 1840s, the artistic movement of realism emerged in France. It moved away from the exaggerated emotional style of romanticism to portray things in the most realistic manner possible. His methods, Da Vinci's work including that on the branching of trees, revolutionized realistic painting in a number of ways. His methods included the use of proportion and scale and his perfection of the use of color and shade. But beyond the art, the trees had an astonishing influence on Europe itself. Specifically, the alder tree led to the development of one of the most culturally rich cities of Europe, Venice. The city was initially built on marshlands. The Venetian lagoon consists of about 120 islands that stretch out from Italy's Adriatic northern coast. It was here that Venice was founded in the 5th century AD as refugees from the collapsing Western Roman Empire fled the onslaught of barbarian hordes by sailing away from mainland Italy. By the 12th century, more space was needed in Venice. To expand the usable land, the prospective Venetian settlers had to find a way to dredge the marshes. So they constructed a series of canals that would divert the water away and reveal more land for them to build upon. The sides of these canals were strengthened with wooden planks and stakes to prevent them from being refilled by the tides. It meant that wooden planks would forever remain underwater, with levels changing as per the tides. Enter Alderwood. As long as Alderwood remained immersed underwater completely, it could keep its compressive strength for hundreds of years. The chemicals in its cell walls make it hard for rot-causing bacteria to spread. Thus, it was best suited to become foundation piles to support great buildings. Layers of crushed brick and stone were poured around and between the piles. Thick planks were laid on top to distribute the huge weight of the stone above. Thus, Alder became the architectural foundation of Venice. But that was not all. It also helped it become a military superpower. Gunpowder made with Alder charcoal could fire shots and cannonballs further and faster. Grenades and mines would explode more destructively compared to inferior wood charcoal. Even today, the best quality charcoal comes from Alder. It is one substance that could burn with the fierce heat necessary to smelt iron, fundamental to the making of tools and ship components. So the next time you find yourself in Venice, walk the Rialto Bridge. It is the oldest and most famous of the four bridges spanning the Grand Canal. The foundation of that bridge is Alderwood, laid over 1000 years ago. A 2019 paper in the Journal of Cultural Heritage published the findings of micromorphological, physical, chemical and mechanical analysis of Alderwood. It revealed that they were in good condition, their state being very close to sound Alderwood. Much like the undiscovered journals of Da Vinci and his unproven hypothesis about trees, we will discover only a tiny sliver of the world in our lifetime. We may visit Venice and marvel at its canals and architecture, 
without ever acknowledging the older trees which underpin the architectural marvels as we travel even to the most mundane places we must keep our eyes open to the everyday marvels that elude us if you like this podcast don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the ibm network you can listen to us on the ibm podcast app or ibmpodcast.com you can also follow us on our social media we are at ibm podcasts on twitter and instagram if you want to reach out to me i am utsav memory on twitter and yvtravel42 on instagram 